the coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Happy to be here to help with your home improvement projects. Let us solve some of those do-it-yourself dilemmas. It's a beautiful weekend where we live. We hope it is where you are as well. But whether you're working outside or inside, or maybe you want to plan a project for next weekend, pick up the phone and give us a call. We will help you take those all-important first steps. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Now, here's a project that actually is on my to-do list. It's time to get outside and touch up all of my outside woodwork. So if you've got railings or porches or decks and you're planning to use some stain for that project, do you know what kind of stain is right for your project? There are many to choose from. and We'll help you sort them out in just a bit. And when it comes to your lighting, you know, simple on and off switches and old-fashioned light bulbs, they really just don't cut it anymore. We are going to help you bring your lighting into the 21st century with new devices that can actually save a ton of energy and money in the process. Also ahead, summer is the time to kick back and enjoy all of your hard work around the house, right? Well, not a chance if you've not maintained your cooling system. We're going to tell you how to get that project done before the hottest days of summer arrive. And this hour, one lucky caller who gets on the air with us is going to get a head start on a new decking project at the Home Depot with a $100 gift card. So let's get to it. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. One caller to eight 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 Money Pit is going to win that hundred dollar gift card to the Home Depot. So give us a call, and it could be you. Jan in Texas, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? We have a it's a very small bathroom, and they had built a tile shower in the like the middle of the room. And I want to know if you can change the places where the shower and the toilet, or if you can just reverse them and use the existing drains. No, you can't because the shower drain is about half of the size of the toilet drain waste vent pipe. Well, and it's a gray water line, too. Yeah, it's not. Well, they're going to drain to the same place, but you'd have to reconfigure the plumbing. So it's not quite that easy, but not impossible. Uh, what is this bathroom built on? Is it over a crawl space or a basement by any chance, or is it over a slab? It's on a slab. Very expensive project. I would think of, a, I would think of something, other way to... to uh, redecorate that bathroom and make it uh, pleasant for you because switching those is a big job. You're going to have to tear up the floor to do the plumbing. Oh, wow. Okay, well, I guess we'll just leave it the way it is. <laughs> looking better all the time, isn't it, Jan? <laughs> well, no, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. What were they thinking when they put the shower in the middle of the room? Views from from every part of the bathroom? I'm not sure. That's not a walk-up shower. It's a walk-around shower. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby in North Carolina is very busily trying to remove a red wine stain from a kitchen floor. Did you have an awesome party or just a tipsy evening? No. I, well, I had a dinner party, and I had uh, uh, a person who just actually had been raining outside, and uh, their shoes were a little slick, and they had a glass of wine and was walking across and just slipped. Needless to say, this glass of red wine went all over our kitchen vinyl floor, and uh, we thought we had it all cleaned up. But about a day later, we saw this huge red stain uh, on the floor, and we have tried OxyClean. We've tried uh, a product called Oops, Goo Off. 
uh, Clorox bleach, and nothing seems to even fade. Wow. Well, unfortunately, I suspect that since it sat on that overnight that you may have absorbed in the vinyl or it may have, been, have created a reaction, an oxidation between the uh, in the vinyl itself, which means it's physically turned colors. Sometimes when you have like a rubber mat, like in front of a kitchen, where you have like one of those little kitchen rugs and right. people stand on it uh, while they're washing dishes and so on, you pull that up, you get what looks like a stain underneath, but it's really not a stain, it's a chemical reaction between the rubber that's in the mat and the vinyl that's in the floor. I wonder to myself whether that could have happened from uh, the wine and the alcohol and the and uh, the grapes that are in that wine, whether it actually physically changed the color of the vinyl, in which case there's really no stain left. That's the color of the vinyl. It just has changed, and now it's not pleasant anymore. Is it an area you can cover with a rug? Well, unfortunately not, and I don't. I really hate to, uh, uh, in this townhouse, we've just moved there, and I hate to have to tear up a whole floor and have replaced. But if you were going to recommend a product to even see if it would, would, uh, fade it or, or or take it up? Is there something other than what I've used you would recommend? Bobby, when you tried bleach on this, did you simply just try to sort of wipe it on, wipe it off kind of a thing? Uh, I did the first time, and then I actually poured uh, some, some Clorox bleach in the area and just sort of let it sit there for three or four minutes and then, you know, tried wiping it up, but nothing changed the color at all. Okay, so what you might want to try to do is to dilute the bleach with water uh, in a ratio of about one part bleach to four parts water. And then soak a towel in this. Get it nice and wet, and then lay that rag with the bleach mixture in it over the stain, and let it sit there for about an hour. Okay. And let's see if that tends to pull it out. All right. Well, I greatly appreciate your help. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Now you can call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next has a trip down the stain aisle at the home center or hardware store. Maybe left you scratching your head. There are so many options, it's hard to decide which one is best for your project. We're going to have the lowdown on everything from transparent to solid stain choices after this. You live in a body pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Trex, the world's number one wood alternative decking brand. Just in time to give your outdoor living space a summer upgrade, Trex Enhanced Decking is available in stock at your local Home Depot. To learn more about the long-lasting beauty, hassle-free maintenance, and industry-leading warranty of Trex Enhance, visit homedepot.trex.com. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call now at 888-MONEY-PIT, and you could be 100 bucks closer to a new deck courtesy of the Home Depot because we have a $100 gift card from Home Depot to give away to one caller this hour, which you could use to purchase the very beautiful veranda decking available exclusively at the Home Depot. It's made of an easy-to-care-for composite material that just needs soap and water to keep it looking great all summer long. It never needs to be stained or sealed. That's right. You know, the veranda traditional decking, it comes in two different colors, so if you wanted to get creative, you can mix and match, and you'll get a very unique look. Now, one lucky caller who gets on the air with 
us this hour is going to win that $100 Home Depot gift card and get a head start on their decking project. So give us a call for your chance to win, but also check it out at homedepot.com. Number here is 888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Lori in New York is on the line with a gardening situation. Tell us what's going on. I have a uh, key rose bush in my backyard, which attracts a lot of Japanese beetles. And I was wondering if there's something that I can do to get rid of the Japanese beetles to save the tree. Well, yeah, I mean, there's traps for that. And the traps work very well. They're usually scented or they have some sort of a chemical attractant for the beetles. And the beetles are essentially, will essentially walk into the trap, fall into a bag, and, and that's that. Uh, one company that makes them is called Rescue, R-E-S-C-U-E. You can go to rescue.com and take a look at the Japanese and Oriental beetle trap. I've used the rescue products on uh, wasps and bees and always found that they worked really, really well. And uh, we've seen these folks at many of the trade shows that we go to, and they always seem to have a very good quality product line, and they're very serious about making sure their products work well. And uh, I think that you'll that would be a good place for you to start, the rescue Japanese beetle trap, rescue.com. Very good. Thank you very much. I'm going to try that as soon as I get off the phone. I will look at their website. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. John in Kentucky's on the line with a trim question. What's going on? Well, I have got um, a house that's built in the 70s, and it had really dark uh, varnished trim on it. Okay. And the guy that uh, sold me the house, I guess, you know, when he decided to put it up on the market, he just painted it all the trim white. And I think he just put, like, one coat of of latex on it or something. The problem with, with it is if you brush up against it, the paint peels off of it. Um, and I'm exaggerating a little bit, but, you know, when we're moving stuff from room to room or something like that, yeah, you just barely touch it with something. And it probably didn't sand it or anything. Right. He just made, you know, because uh, real estate agents will tell you to paint everything white. Yeah, but it's probably, it's like it's like trying to paint over Teflon, John, you know, when you, yeah, when you don't. It's too smooth, and it didn't wasn't going to really bite. So what you have to do is really strip it off completely. You have to take off the old paint. You have to sand down into that varnish coat a bit to rough it up. And then what you have to do is prime it. The primer is very, is very important because the primer is going to be the glue that sort of makes the paint stick. It will adhere well to the old varnish as well to the paint. And that's going to make the difference on giving this new paint some durability. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I don't want to do because it's all the trim in the house. And right. I can't go and okay. sand and strip all that. So what I was hoping... Uh, could be done is um, if there's like a heavy enamel paint or something that would be tougher and wouldn't scratch off as much? No, because you have uh, an, a layer in there that's not adhering to the substrate, which in this case is the original trim. So anything that you put over that is only going to be as strong as the first layer that was on it. And that's not sticking. So I would not make the problem worse by putting another paint on top of that. It's just not going to work. Okay. Thank you for your help. Well, a perfectly good do-it-yourself wood project can go horribly wrong if you pick the wrong kind of stain to finish off your hard work. We've got some tips on how to choose the right stain presented by Flood, the wood care specialists. Now, first to consider is solid stain. Now, that's often confused with paint. 
But the difference is solid stain doesn't have a sheen like the paint does, and it can add a lot of color to your project, and that color will last for a long, long time. You often see it used on exterior trim or fences. In fact, I use solid stain on a fence at my money pit, and it's lasted for over 10 years. I'm actually just about ready to replace the fence now, not because the stain failed, but because the bugs just got to the fence after a decade. So it does offer a lot of protection from the elements, but it will hide some of the wood's natural beauty. You won't see as much of the grain showing through. Now, your next choice is a super popular choice. It's called semi-transparent. And as the name suggests, you can actually see the wood grain through it. It does add some light color to the wood, usually in a natural wood tone, but Truly, it's available in a ton of colors. And it's designed to accent the grain and the natural beauty of your wood project. Then there's transparent or just weatherproofing. Now, this isn't going to add any color at all to your wood. You're going to see all the natural beauty of the wood, yet it's going to be protected from the elements, which is really what you want. And so now you're armed with the right info the next time you head down the stain aisle. Be sure to look for Flood products. They make staining easy. And if you go to flood.com, you can find a project guide that can help walk you through choosing the right kind of stain you need. Check it out at flood.com. Ollie in South Carolina has a painting and design question. What can we do for you? I got tannin. I don't know if it's lemon tannin or not, but it's got little grooves in it all the way down, and it's darker than the other tannin, you know, itself, and I wanted to paint it. Do I have to do something to fill it in? Um, lines or cracks or whatever you want to call it. Now, the lines that you're talking about, those are like the beading. It's like a decorative feature. You know, it's supposed to be there. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. You don't want to fill that in only because if you try to fill it in with joint compound or wood filler, it's just going to dry out, crack, detach. It's, it's never going to last. So you kind of have to you know, think about it. Can you embrace the look of the paneling as far as a core element, but paint it a different color and love that vertical lining? Or do you just hate that so much that you want to sort of, you know, try to remove it or cover it up? No, I'd like to leave it if it would make a, you know, it would make a nice design, you know. I personally like it. I think painted paneling can be very lovely in the right type of space with the right type of decor. And if you choose a good color. Now, the fact that you don't know whether it's wood or laminate, you know, that could be a little bit of a concern only because we want to make sure that you have good adhesion. So if the finish on the paneling right now is a little bit glossy or has a shine to it, you want to use a product like a liquid sander. And that's something that you just wipe on and it sort of abrades the surface. You know, first I'd give it a good cleaning. Then I'd lightly abrade it with a liquid sander. Then I would prime it and I would prime it well with a good quality primer. And then once that's done, I would paint it. And I really enjoy the look of a paneling that's in a glossy white. But I think if you go with a neutral color and try not to get crazy and just sort of let it be a neutral background with a decorative detail in it, I think it'll be great. I think it would look, I think it would look nice. <laughs> But thank you. You have a good day. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Randy in Wisconsin's got a roof mold question. What can we do for you today? Well, I was just wondering, I heard on a previous show that if you put a copper strip up at the top of your asphalt shingles, it will help eliminate moss, mold, and mildew. That's correct. I was wondering if a bare copper wire would do the same thing. 
Now, probably not enough copper there. What you want is uh, a piece of copper flashing. That's the easiest thing to find. You can probably find it in a roofing supply house. But, but here's the thing. There are other things that you can do to, to, to avoid the buildup of the algae um, on your roof. First of all, if your roof is very shaded, you can cut back some trees, let a little more natural sunlight get in, you know, just to kind of thin out those trees so that the sun gets through. That will help. Um, secondly, you can uh, put a product on called Wet and Forget, which is really easy to do. You mix the solution up and you spray it on the roof and you let it sit there and it activates with the sun, sunshine, and then it will kill the, uh, the, the moss and such that's stuck up there. And then the last thing is you can add that copper strip to the top of the roof. And the reason you do that is because when it rains, the copper releases uh, some of its, its minerals and that actually acts as a mildicide. Okay. All righty. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now we're heading on over to Michigan where Roger's got a door problem. Tell us what's going on at your Money Pit. Yeah, I have a mid-70s uh, ranch-style house that uh, has all maple doors on the interior. Mm-hmm. And we're just putting paint on here for the first time. It's been white all along, and I'm putting color into it, and these doors just don't look right. And I wondered what kind of uh, alternative I have to making them look different besides swapping them out for six panels or whatever and, you know, exchanging them all out, but I, I don't want to go to that expense. Okay, so the doors are, are wood doors, and have they ever been painted before, or are they finished clear? No, they're finished uh, with maple, from their maple, you know, pressed doors or whatever. Or I don't know what they called them back then. but And so you say they don't look right against the painted walls is that your concern oh they might to somebody but i just i'm, I'm doing the trim in, in bright white and uh it just doesn't look right with the colors on the walls and everything typically you would not do the trim the trim would be natural as well well it would have been yeah but that's not how the house was originated i yeah that would be a way to do is tr- change out the trim but that's not well that's a lot less work than changing out the doors and you would have a lot of options if you were to change out the trim so it may not look right to you because you have painted trim and you have a, a, a clear finished door. But if the trim is really the missing perimeter to this, that's going to frame it all in there nicely. Why don't you do this? Why don't you go pick up a couple of pieces of trim and lightly tack them around the door without even taking off the old stuff? Just kind of stick it up there, step back, take a look at it, and see if it starts to make more sense to you visually. All right, take small steps that way. And the other thing to keep in mind when you're doing a project like this, just remember, once you paint, it's going to look different. So that's going to take a certain amount of getting used to. You're right about that also. All right, so I would go out and pick up some trim, tack it up there, see how it looks. Maybe try a complementary color. You know, you could you could do a two-tone, something like that, and, uh, and see if that does the trick for you, okay? Well, that's a good idea. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Still ahead, we have simple, inexpensive changes for lighting that can add pizzazz on a budget to your home. The Money Pit is brought to you by Flood. Know how to open a can of wood stain? If it's flood wood stain, you've already mastered the hardest part. From the first board you brush to the last, flood products make it surprisingly simple to protect and beautify your deck, fence, and more. Find a retailer at flood.com.
Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, you probably don't think very often about the lighting in your home, but it can be a big drain on energy and your wallet. You know, for example, how many times have you, all right, maybe not you, your kids left the light on in an empty room for hours? Well, there is a very easy spring do-it-yourself project that you can do right away, and it will start delivering energy savings and money savings immediately. Here to tell us about that is Melissa Andresco from Lutron. Welcome, Melissa. Hi, Tom. Hi, Leslie. Thanks for having me. So let's talk about sensors and dimmers, two electrical switches that you guys make that really do a terrific job both improving the ambiance of our homes by giving us, you know, some really good lighting decor options, but more importantly, they save us a lot of energy dollars. So why don't we start by talking about sensors? How do sensors work? So an occupancy vacancy sensor is probably not something that's super familiar um, to your listeners, but you may have come across them at your workplace. A lot of times you'll see them in restrooms, and when you walk into the space, the light goes on. It will stay on while you're in there, and then once the room is vacant, it will shut the light off. So no more wasting energy throughout the day in spaces that may only be occupied for, you know, a few minutes at a time. Now, that's really great. I mean, it is a huge energy sucker, if you will, to leave all those lights on. But I mean, have you guys calculated exactly how much energy you could save, say, per room if if you're now turning off those lights? We estimate that in the home, um, an occupancy vacancy sensor will typically save you around $10 per year per sensor. And, you know, great places in the home would be like the laundry room, for example. You're walking in, you've got your arms full with, with your basket of clothes or maybe Maybe you come into your mudroom and your your hands are full with groceries or you're carrying the children or whatever, and, you know, turning the light on is a bit of a chore. Or maybe it's a room where kids are always leaving lights on. I mean, how many parents out there are always shouting at their kids, who left the lights on? And, you know, it, it, it happens everywhere. Kids are always forgetting to turn the lights off, and a sensor is going to uh, to take all that worry out of it and, and turn the lights off for you. Melissa, we're talking about something that you've called an occupancy vacancy sensor. So I know that there are two ways to program this sensor. Can you talk about, we've talked about occupancy, so obviously you go in, the motion's detected, lights come on, but what does a vacancy setting mean? Uh, When you have your sensor in vacancy mode, it means that when you walk into the space, you have to physically turn the light on yourself. So it's a, you're turning the light on, but then the, the sensor will turn the light off. And the best application I can give you for that is a room where you have a pet. So let's say you put um, a sensor in your family room and a dog or a cat happens to be passing through that room several times a day. Well, the dog or cat probably doesn't need light and it would, you know, continuously be turning the lights on throughout the day. If you put it in the vacancy mode, you would have to have a pretty smart dog or cat because he or she would have to be turning those lights on, uh, you know, from the switch. So it's a great application for rooms where pets are crossing through or in some states like California, um, sensors are required to be in what's called vacancy mode. So depending on where you live in the country, the codes are going to be different as well. Now, Lutron is the genius behind the dimmer. I mean, you guys invented the dimmer, correct? That's correct. Joel Spira um, introduced dimming to the home. It's really, I mean, what a fantastic concept because everybody knows that lights in full force are not always a necessity 
and usually aren't the most flattering, let's be honest, and truly can help set the mood. So the option to be able to control the intensity and the comfort level of lighting is fantastic. Now, have you guys gone so far as to introduce a sensor dimmer combo? Because that seems like ideal. We just introduced the new uh, Maestro sensor dimmer that not only is it going to be a sensor, but to your point, it acts as a dimmer as well. And the dimmer is actually going to work with all of the newest light bulb technology. So not only can I dim my traditional incandescent and halogen light bulbs, but I can now also use that dimmer on a variety of dimmable LED bulbs and dimmable CFLs. So what we're hearing so many people say is, you know, I want it to be as energy efficient as possible. I switched to a CFL or I switched to an LED, but I hated giving up dimming because historically you haven't been able to dim those bulbs very well really until Lutron introduced what we call C.L technology and we've tested thousands of light bulbs that are on the market and have really tuned this technology so that it's going to work with the widest variety of light bulbs out there on the market. So we're giving people the best of both worlds, the the energy savings from the bulb and then also um, being even more energy efficient and green, if you will, uh, through the use of a dimmer and a sensor. Also, you've got a, a, a sort of a 24-7 tech support system help set up so that consumers can actually call a technician if they have a question, right? That's right. And, you know, let's face it, electrical work can be a little bit intimidating to, to the average homeowner. I mean, you know, it, it's something that you really can't afford to, to make any, any missteps. So, you know, we, we want to help the consumer through every, every step of the process. And not only do we have our 24-7 hotline and customer service line on all of our in-store displays, but it's also on our website. And and to your point, if you purchase a dimmer, you get it home, you have questions along the way, our tech support line is open um, 24-7. It is free of charge. It's U.S.-based, and they will actually stay on the phone with you and talk you through whatever challenges you're having or if you're a little unsure about wire colors. Um, they'll actually, you know, walk you through the steps and, and stay on with you until you've, you've got everything up and running. So we really are committed to helping people overcome that fear and realize that, hey, as long as you turn off that power, it's going to take you one tool, a screwdriver, and about 15 to 20 minutes of your time. And I got to tell you, once you do one and you overcome that, that fear or that intimidation, you're going to change out everyone in your house because it's, it's a great feeling. You see how easy it is to do. And uh, like I said, we're helping people every step of the way. So Great service, great product, great company. The product is called the Maestro C.L Occupancy Sensor Dimmer. You can learn more about that product at LutronSensors.com. That's LutronSensors.com. Melissa Andresco from Lutron, thanks so much for being a part of the Money Pit. Thanks, Tom and Leslie. Well, you might be ready for summer, but is your cooling system? We're going to tell you how to prep it after this. You live in a Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Trex, the world's number one wood alternative decking brand. Just in time to give your outdoor living space a summer upgrade, Trex Enhanced Decking is available in stock at your local Home Depot. To learn more about the long-lasting beauty, hassle-free maintenance, and industry-leading warranty of Trex Enhance, visit homedepot.trex.com. 
Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. One lucky caller this hour is going to win a $100 gift card from the Home Depot. Now, you can use that to get a head start on a beautiful new veranda deck. And, of course, veranda is a composite decking material, which is going to offer you the beauty of wood without the drawbacks of shrinking and rotting and decaying or termites. And not to mention the constant hassle of painting or Standing verandas, two different lines come with either a 15 or a 20 year warranty on an array of finishes. See them all at homedepot.com. Call us now at 188 Money Pit and you'll get a chance to win a $100 gift card from the Home Depot, which you can use to get a head start on that decking project. Martha in Washington, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? I had throw rugs on my kitchen and bathroom floor, and the backing, you know, had turned yellow from being washed so many times, and the yellow uh, from the backing went on to the linoleum, and I cannot get it off. Yeah, and you know why, Martha? Why? Because the yellow didn't go from the throw rug to linoleum. When you put a rubber back throw rug on linoleum, you get a chemical reaction called oxidation that physically changes the color of both products. And so what you have is a stained, a permanently stained floor. You're not going to be able to clean it. You have to replace it. And, you know, when you buy new linoleum, some of the manufacturers even warn you about this because so many of us like those rubber back throw rugs as a place to stand on, you know, near the sink or whatnot. Oh, and you're not going to go slipping and sliding. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it's, it's really bad for that kind of floor. I see. Okay, I guess I'm stuck. Well, you can always get a bigger rug. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, cover okay. the stain. <laughs> Martha, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Well, it's time now for our project of the week presented by Sacrete. To you, summer may mean kicking back and enjoying yourself. Well, your air conditioner doesn't really see it that way. Cooling systems, they need annual maintenance to keep them running efficiently. And now really is the time to get that done before those crazy hot days of summer actually set in. Now, after the technician has serviced your system, you want to be sure to keep your AC filters changed regularly because a dirty filter is going to slow down airflow and it's going to waste energy and it's going to make that system work much harder than it really needs to. Next, you want to think about adding a programmable thermostat and then set it to match your away from home schedule so you can save around $180 a year. And also, did you know that 20% of cool air escapes through poorly sealed and insulated duct work? I think that this is one of the best kept secrets of energy efficiency. If you just seal your ducts, the ducts that run through the attic, the crawl space, the garage, the unheated basement, if you seal them with duct sealant or metal back tape, never duct tape, by the way, because it just doesn't have the required staying power, contrary to the name, it will just heat up, dry out, and fall off. But if you use the metal back tape or duct sealant, you can seal all the seams and connections, and that will actually cut uh, your savings considerably because it will stop that 20% of cool air and warm air in the winter, by the way, from escaping through the duct system. And that's your project of the week presented by our friends at Sacrete. If you're looking for a wide range of products for any concrete, stucco, or masonry job that you might be working on, check out their website, sacrete.com. That's sacrete, S-A-K-R-E-T-E.com. Ron in Kentucky is dealing with some ants. Tell us about the problem. And it's not like your mom's sister, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've got problems with with ants, like, 
on my kitchen counter and like I just can't get rid of them. I've, I've tried spray. I've tried the little ant baits, and I I just can't get rid of them. Do you want a natural solution or a nuclear solution? Whatever works. I'm I'm open for suggestion. Well, um, first of all, on the natural side, you can do something like, for example, planting mint around your foundation perimeter is a pretty big ant deterrent, uh, and mint grows really quickly, uh, and it smells nice, and the ants hate it. So that's something that will deter ants from coming in. And once they get into the countertop, um, what's good for that? Bay leaves, right, Leslie? Bay leaves, yeah. You can take, you know, little canisters of bay leaves and just sort of place them, you know, just loosely in pots around your countertop. Or if, you know, if they're coming in through a windowsill, you can even crush up some of the... um, you know, in a spice section, bay leaves, you know, the dried ones, crush them up and drape that some of across your windowsill. For some reason, they hate that as well. Now, if you want a pesticide that can uh, take care of ants, there's a number of them that are out there that are non-detectable in the sense that once they're applied to usually the foundation perimeter, the ants will walk through them and get the insecticide on the ant. And since they're social insects, they take them back to the colony, pass it to the rest of the ants, and that wipes them them out. And that's something that would have to be applied, though, by a pro. And that said, they're very effective. So I always recommend pros over do-it-yourself pesticides because I think that people tend to over-apply the do-it-yourself pesticides uh, and actually give themselves more exposure to those chemicals than they would have, that they would have had if they had a pro do it from the get-go. Does that make sense? Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Ron. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Even if it's your trash, you can recycle it into some beautiful, usable pieces. Leslie will have the details on how to do just that after this. You live in a Money Pit. It is brought to you by DeWalt. DeWalt's new rugged and innovative line of mechanics tools are so tough, DeWalt is proud to back them with a full lifetime warranty. When there's a tough job to get done, rely on a trusted name. Rely on DeWalt. Available at Sears. For more information, visit DeWalt.com. Where home solutions live. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you know, one of the most popular topics that we are asked about here on the Money Pit is flooring. So if you're looking for some advice on flooring options, head on over to MoneyPit.com. We've got tips on green flooring, mildew-resistant flooring, kid-proof flooring, you name it. Just use that search tab towards the top of the page. You'll find everything you need on MoneyPit.com. And, of course, you can post a question in the community section, just like Mindy from Virginia did, who writes, I'm trying to go all natural and looking for some attractive plants to put on my deck that will naturally repel mosquitoes. Any tips? Well, you know, first of all, you can actually grow citronella in pots. Um, it's also known as West Indian lemongrass. It's pretty, and it looks kind of like a tall grass, and it's got that great citronella odor. Another option are cascading geraniums. They do repel bugs. They're pretty, and they smell great as well. Now, here's another interesting idea. A catnip. In addition to making your cat's cuckoo bananas, it actually repels mosquitoes very well, and it's really pretty. However, if you've got some cats or some stray cats in the neighborhood, beware. They're going to be having a party in your backyard. 
Well, the three R's, reduce, reuse, and recycle, are the key to a green lifestyle. Leslie has tips to help with one green table-building project that delivers all three in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Yeah, this is truly about repurposing, and I have to tell you that this concept sort of goes back to my set design and styling days, and it really is one of the greatest tricks of the trade to just turn unusual items that maybe you've got lying around the house into functional and really good-looking side tables. Now, the key is it has to be a side table or an accent table. Unless you're going with something more substantial, it's not going to be something that you're going to make into a coffee table. Now, think about these ideas. Rain drums, vintage wire baskets, old suitcases stacked up, even musical instruments, these will all work very, very well if you get creative and turn them into a side table. Now, the old suitcases, you just stack them up. Go for ones that sort of mix and match. Go for sort of varied widths and sizes so maybe they get more narrow as they go to the top. But you want to make sure that you have a functional work surface when you do get to that top layer. If you find a really cool musical instrument, you know, if it's like a snare drum or something, that's got a cool bass itself. And you might just want to use that bass and then put, you know, maybe a wood disc or um, a piece of glass to make that top, you know, without the piece of the drum or just turn one of the hi-hats upside down and make that the bass and then put glass on top of that. If you're going for more of like, a, is it a tuba or a French horn, I'm thinking, you'll have to get a little creative and build a bass with sort of a pipe or a stem that comes up behind the instrument itself. So that becomes the focal point of the sort of stand or legs of the table and then glass or wood on top. So think creatively. Now, here's a really easy one. You know, those ceramic garden stools. You see them everywhere. You see them at high-end design stores. You see them at discount shops. Prices vary from, you know, 25 bucks to over $200. Grab one of those, and you can put them as a side table in your outdoor porch area or in your bathroom with a beautiful orchid or some rolled-up towels. You know, these are sort of standard, easy-to-go pieces. They come in a variety of colors, so it's a great way to get this season's hottest hue of, like, greens or teals into your space without spending a ton of money. The whole trick here is... Be creative, shop at excellent secondhand sources or even just in your own garage, attic or basement and you'll actually be surprised at how much style you can find for very little bucks. And speaking of green home improvement projects, you don't need to replace your windows if a sash cord breaks. We're going to tell you how to repair that on the next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.